Welcome to the Western Show. This is Lord Extra Cooler, and welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so, uh, what's in cooler? Oh, <laughs> just blew my mind. <laughs> your rhino, your rhino sign, yeah. <laughs> Extra credit. Port, 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 port side, heat it. Extra credit. Welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Welcome back to Chapter 3 of the Warriors Trilogy of Terror. Oh, baby. We're here. The conclusion. The conclusion. The conclusion of the Extra Cooler Show's Warriors Trilogy of Terror. That's a mouthful, but uh, it's been fun. And this this week, Chapter Three, we're going to be breaking down uh, the Warrior and Papa Shango feud that goes down in 1992, a whole year later, uh, almost a year later uh, from Chapter Two. Um, so here we are. Uh, we are on Season Seven, Episode Twenty of WWF Superstars from May 16th, 1992. Uh, Matt, you want to get us started? Yes. I didn't even introduce our, <laughs> ourselves. Sorry, guys. My name's Nick, for those of you who don't know, and I'm joined by the rest of the guys, uh, Jim, Mike, and Matt. <laughs> We're in the Extra Cooler Show. I'm just so excited to talk about nails, to be I, honest. I Before we hit play here, I must pat myself on the back, Barry Horowitz style, uh, self-high-five, DDP style. I, I've made it through two episodes of the Trilogy of Terror here, and this was designed for my Trilogy of Terror, despite everyone else being like, let's just pick on Warrior. No, it's really, let's pick on Matt. So I'm ready to hit play when you guys are. I'm about 45 minutes from being done with this, 44, 47, as soon as I hit play. So uh, I feel I'm like proud. we, I'm proud. can I say, it, since it is the Halloween season, it's like, this is like the film's uh, Saw, Saw movies, right? Like where it's just like, set up torture that's what we just like set this yeah. up for that like yeah. locked him in a room put it the uh you know made his eyes big oh man Wait, I, ironically i, I, do ironically, have one question. I uh, oh, sorry go ahead ironically i had to work the uh saw three soundtrack when i've worked at a record label years ago so uh <laughs> so that hits close yeah, to home yeah yeah definitely close to home uh if you go look up the helmet video my the best man in my wedding his name is kyle he's the the primary uh He's the primary character in that music video. Oh, That's kind of interesting. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> One question before we start. Um, how do you feel, Matt, Hopgod, about the fact that your boy, the Ultimate Warrior, just gets dogged, not on pay-per-views here, but just on superstars constantly? Worse than like one of these slinky guys from these past <laughs> Yeah. He's just getting dogged left and right by like – and, you know, he gets – goes down a step here with it's like undertaker to jake now we're in papa shango territory i (laughs) should be happy he didn't stick around then skinner would have been next i I, yeah i I have to think that papa shango is more terrifying than what we just lived through with the snakes fair enough yeah that's well, my let's, that's my take. Oh, let's let's find supernatural. out let's find out let's get there i'll count it down we'll hit play in three two one play all right, so so once again, this is season seven, episode twenty on Peacock, WWF Superstars, May sixteenth, nineteen ninety two. This is our chapter three, 
um, our conclusion, and we get our intro to Superstars, which, uh, holy shit, man, highlighting the Beverly Brothers and Virgil is not a good look when you look back at this. Natural Disasters, FUPA. <laughs> it, it totally is not a, a not a good look at all, but the production value in 1992 is significantly better than 1991, yes. if you ask me. So this, this takes place in Syracuse, New York, and we've got once again a green screen, but we've got a new duo this time on commentary, and uh, it's Mr. Perfect joining Vince McMahon, and Mr. it opens up. Sorry, what's that? Two-piece suit. In his three-piece suit, oh, Vince, three piece Mac suit. over there with a with a <laughs> yeah. vest that's like up yeah, to throwback. The button, up Perfect's to the got a double-breasted uh, suit, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm not going to let you guys go any further because they open up and like the first words out of their mouth, they start talking about Big Macs and uh, it's National and then Hamburger they, Week. Yeah, they to you <laughs> just in time for National Hamburger Week. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're not sponsored by McDonald's or anything, and they turn it into then. Uh, warrior being under a whopper of a spell um, we don't know if we're gonna get knobs or sags versus the ultimate warrior even though this is pre-recorded what we have no clue <laughs> like, <laughs> oh it, it previews the the episode and who we're gonna see uh and uh things kick off more berserker great yeah <laughs> yeah is this the third has berserker been featured in all three superstars all three yes. chapters yeah easily yes berserker, 100%. Uh, berserker. he's got a sword trilogy yes. of terror yeah you you know oh, right jim you spoke about how um you know warriors feud went downhill what about undertaker he's feuding with a guy who's trying to bury him in the middle of the ring with a sword but yeah we're gonna get there point. i can't believe so, they tried to push this berserker thing for this long it's crazy Hold on, it's, you're talking Drew McIntyre and Undertaker? Is that a thing? No, <laughs> Jesus, no. <laughs> this is a terrible dad joke. <laughs> Sorry, dad joke. Waka waka. <laughs> so hey, our our first match of the night kicks off with uh, Shawn Michaels with Sensational <laughs> Sherry. He's facing off against Sonny Blaze. And uh, it's really interesting that through these three chapters in 1991 – that we've seen uh, Sherry, she had just finished up with um, Macho. And then the second episode, she's with DiBiase. And now here she is in 1992 with Sean. Uh, we've got a young Tim White as the referee in this match. Um, you know, very interesting. Sean, you know, trying to unbutton Sherry in the beginning. Oh, he's hanging his earrings on her. Oh, that's what it was. Suit. Yeah, right. He takes out his danglies, and uh, <laughs> they're the ones with the big, the big like hoop through yes. the ear, not the like stud. Yeah. And um, he hangs them right in between her, uh, her, her, her bosom. Let's say. <laughs> I have a question: Is there, if you're watching this, fans at home, like, is there an airplane pilot at the uh, at ringside? Yeah, what is ring? that guy? I know he's got like a <laughs> yeah. captain's hat on. Yeah, captain's hat. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Hmm. This... I know you have one of those. Yeah, uh, I, I actually have several, as I found out later. <laughs> so uh, interesting. This is like the version of uh, this is the first time we hear Sean's new music with oh. Sherry singing lead vocals. Um, and yeah, what know, was the music poster? What was he coming down to before this? I don't know. 
right? Is he still using yeah. like, the rockers music? No way, right? Like he I don't it. know. I we have to find this out and do a little bit more digging because that happens in January, the whole uh, barbershop thing, and there's no way he was off TV from you know January. I, to I'm a little idea. disappointed in you, extra cooler, that Mr. <laughs> HBK guy doesn't know the the origin story of his music here. Well, you know, he definitely comes. It. He definitely comes out to this music at WrestleMania eight, right? At least on the yes network or Peacock. No, he does. He does. So this isn't the debut. I'm sorry. They act like it is though. Yes, probably because it was recorded like right around the same time. Knowing the way they did these things. Yeah, that's true. I, I love the sign in the crowd. It's perfect. It's uh, Sherry, singer of the year, and yeah. Vince comments on it. Did you see that poster? Is that Sherry's sister out there yes. or what? Yeah, what is he talking about? Is that Sherry's sister? <laughs> As to Matt's point before, with the production being better, the, the commentary is a little more slick, too. It's not as yes. uh, freewheeling as it once yeah. was. Yeah. Like, Easier with the, the two men. Yeah, I miss the old comedy stylings of the trio, but, but they're still pretty good, though, these guys. Yeah, I like it. So he, Sean, uh, whips this jabroni into the the corner, Sonny Blaze, and hits him with a savant kick. I don't know if anybody yeah. else caught that. I did. I uh, heard that. <laughs> otherwise known as sweet chin music. And then I don't know if you remember the first video game that Sean was in. Uh, this version yep. of Sean, his finisher Royal was the, the side suplex, right? Which yeah. he, wow. he wins yeah. with here. I always thought, like, wait, what? That's his finisher? The I'm side impressed. suplex? I'm impressed, Nick. Usually we get our uh, video game information from Mikey Workrate or myself, and you're coming in with the uh, right? NSES uh, stuff. <laughs> I 100% remember that, though, the side suplex in there. Royal Rumble is one of the most underrated video wrestling video games out there ever. I know it's not N64, No Mercy, or any of the NWO, WCW ones, but... That was always my favorite, always my favorite. And I didn't have Super Nintendo. I was a Genesis kid growing up. So I would always go to my buddy Mike's house, not Mikey Workrate. And that was all I wanted to do the entire time was just play Royal Rumble. And the fact that it had the music was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Because oh, like, you could play with your toys with the music like, yeah, to make them yeah. come out. Yeah, that was cool. You would turn on the game just to hear the music. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it was um, like the MIDI version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. So after Sean defeats uh, Sonny Blaze in two minutes and 32 seconds, we cut to, I think this is interesting because we hadn't seen this in the previous episodes of Superstars. We get highlights from the previous week of Sergeant Slaughter, who is now face, and he's facing off against uh, Ric Flair. Ric Flair has Mr. Perfect and the Mountie at ringside with him. And Mountie is sitting in a chair, this lazy bastard, and... Uh, <laughs> It's an interesting recap because they basically just show us the whole match. Yeah. <laughs> Flair is going for like a slingshot <laughs> of like Sergeant Slaughter, who's about 65 years old at this time in 1992. Can we hand um, deliver that to WrestleBotch? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, that's a good one. He turns it into a half Boston Crab and like the, the real professional that Ric Flair is. The real way. reason why they're showing this recap is so that they could play this soundbite. Oh, no! I, I just I just love how loud the shock stick is. Like I remember going to a house show and like wanting like to hear the, the sh- yeah I wanted to hear it booming throughout the loudspeaker. He's got that new cattle prod or whatever that thing is, and just and covered in tape. 
Yeah. yeah it, this is the souped up version of it. This isn't the yes. one that he used uh, in previous times. He's got it's like a, his... it's how ex- it's an awesome foreign object though. Really, oh, without right? a doubt, like, it's it is so cool. So he... good that Scott Hall started using it in WCW years yeah. later. Yeah. Why I don't remember the slaughter and uh, Mounty feud. And I guess that's for for good reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't think either of these guys had much going on. So let's put Stemming them together. From WrestleMania Eight, maybe. Yeah, that what is it? Like, oh, that that big match. Yeah, eight man tag. Mounty's a little more animated here, though. I really, I kind of like always entertained yeah. by Jacques Rougeau. He's just over the top constantly. Hell yeah! He's working with like one of the dumbest like uh, you know gimmicks of all time. Honestly, like this would fail with a lot of other people, but Jacques Rougeau yeah. somehow makes it work. I love how Jimmy Hart runs down and grabs the shock stick and, and brings it backstage so that it, uh, they don't get in trouble for it. Hiding hiding the foreign object happens a couple times during this episode, and it's interesting to watch them like scamper off like it's something's going to happen after the match, like they're going to reverse the decision or something like that. I don't remember ever like seeing that happen like no. is that something that happened back in in the early nineties? Was it like no, they're like hiding oh, I, it? I, yeah, that like, did you have to hide the nasty boy's helmet after you hit the dude with it, or, or something <laughs> right. like that? That thing's just laying there at WrestleMania, though. Or like, no, or does he sneak it out? I don't remember. I don't remember. I love it how they send out like the medics to help slaughter, and yeah. it's basically <laughs> just like two dudes that they said here put these white shirts on and and he's, go out there. <laughs> he's stretchered out of the arena. <laughs> yeah. He just got electrocuted, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at him, poor guy. He's, he he needs the mouth to mouth from Earl Hebner that we saw in episode oh, one. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> he does. Why are you making me remember that? <laughs> <laughs> do I blocked like it out. Do you like how it looked like uh, uh, the Mountie and Ric Flair were going to be a thing for a second? Then Ric Flair's like, "Let's get out of here. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is beneath me." <laughs> it would have been an incredible pairing. That I kind of like that. Could have worked. He's a good lackey. Yeah, Mean Gene in the event center, uh, and and he's showing us, he's he's showing us what just happened again. Which once again, I thought it was very interesting that they just cut like a, like a seven minute segment to recap a match from the previous week. Like pretty lazy, if you ask me, Vince. He gets some good um, <laughs> uh, play on words in there. He's like talking about how Flair and Perfect were willing conduits for what happened there. I'm like, yeah. oh, 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 Mean Gene, I see what you did there. <laughs> Really, the highlight is the shock stick. So yeah, eight, let's, all let's eight thousand volts of it. You gonna play, play it again? Play it again. Yeah, play it again. Oh no! Look at that! Oh no! Brody, shocking sergeant slot again. Going right back to look at that. Vince is so good. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Look at that! <laughs> look at that! Look at that! And we get mount. Now we're backstage once again, and they've completely like ditched the uh, green screen uh, logos for these guys. Unfortunately, it's like a yearbook photo now. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> It, you know, with Halloween coming up, I don't want to be a Mountie for Halloween. I want to be the Mountie and see how many people get it. <laughs> like the shock stick. Yeah. So oh, on Hardy. our screen next, we got throwback to Chapter 2, Barry Hardy, uh, uh, Gilberg's <laughs> old partner from the previous episode. Um, One of the Hardy he's, boys. He's still sticking around like a whole, you know, nine months later. He's facing off against Tatanka, who I, I could have swore Tatanka used to wear undies. <laughs> now he's got pants on, right? I think started, uh, started, pants. started with yeah. yeah. Right? He just debuted at WrestleMania 8, so he's like They just new. showed a kid with like I know kids these days like having mullets. They think it's like cool to have a mullet, but like do you see that kid in the crowd that has a mullet with a lightning bolt, bolt, bolt on yeah, the side if, like 
if there are two aspirational mullets, it's certainly in the ring right now. Yeah. With Barry yeah. Hardy and his dyed blonde, except for the sides that are the <laughs> yeah. shaved sides are dark brown, almost black, and Tatanka's with the red top is just mm, chef's kiss. Well, yeah. you, you, Barry Hardy definitely fucked. <laughs> Oops, I was hiring <laughs> Jesus. Harry Hardy gets laid a lot. I, like, like more than I don't know the person who invented paper towels or something. Or yeah, than Mario Mancini. Yeah, well, that goes without saying. Do you think when t- so Tatanka's pants right now? Right, they're white. He's looking a little thicker. Looking a little. He's always been a big dude. But do you think when he had them designed, he was like, "Hey, I want him yeah. to look like I'm wearing a thong right now," <laughs> like because he's got like a red stripe up his ass crack. Yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting I, look. It is highly questionable. I I heard <laughs> I remember hearing in an interview that he because remember he like stopped dyeing the top of his hair red. I yes. guess like he used to like just fry his hair and like <laughs> yeah. kill it, and he started to bald, so he just completely ditched the red hair gimmick. Um, <laughs> This is also during the era of uh, leading up to him and the, and, uh, the models feud, yes. which is like when you're watching this, you're like, wait, the model's still lingering around at this point? Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? Like, yeah, the model stole the feathers and he's got them attached to his beret, right. which is hilarious when you think oh, about it. Oh, it's a great look. Great it look. It is a great look. <laughs> it's a great look. This match goes un- just under two minutes. Um, and Tatanka's still on. Yeah. yeah. You know, Barry Barry Hardy or whatever this guy's name is is not a threat, apparently. Yeah, but they hyped up his undefeated streak. Who's he actually fighting? I mean, like, come on. Yeah. He's no Goldberg. No. <laughs> uh, he hits whatever that finisher is. And, uh, well, Papus to go. Yeah, Papus did to go. What'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. Did Tatanka ever hold a title in WWE or at WF? No, right? No, he gets hosed by your boy Michaels at WrestleMania 9. He should have uh, gone over. Maybe he yeah, held the 24-7 title like last year or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd looks so unenthused with his oh, yeah, they're, There's they're a guy over. out there with a, the White Sox uh, hat and a Yankee jacket. And, uh, yeah, questionable, talk about a confused crowd. human being. I mean, it was early 90s, NWA, White Sox. I get it. I get it. This is in Syracuse. Come on. Fair. That's why. All right. Here we go. We got Vince's side piece, uh, WBF. (laughs) And uh, it's basically just Vince. You can hear it like in his voice how much this was his passion project. And uh, U.S. grade A tested prime beef. And it's just showing these dudes (laughs) who are like basically naked. And they're like, talk about it. Yeah, vascular (laughs) skin of the hot dog, like bronzed men just flexing their muscles on top of muscles it's nauseating i, I would I, I, I could go back in history and like just just as a psychological experiment like ask my parents to buy this for me Ten year old jim yeah can you buy me the buy me the gary stridham uh episode of WPS, <laughs> like. on the pay-per-view yeah. I think uh, I think Mean Gene captured your parents uh, your ca- your parents' response. Hang on, disturbing to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> we've, well so next up, we've got the only other person outside of 
So who are the constants in these superstars? We got Vince, we got Mooney, we got uh, Mean Gene, and and, and the Berserker, (laughs) who is here for his third match, third week in a row that we're covering a Berserker match, things I never thought I'd say. We got Um, Barry Hardy two out of three weeks. Yeah. But do you know who he's facing, right? Scotty Scotty Too Hotty. And uh, he's tossing him around like a rag doll. Yeah, poor Scotty. This Berserker stuff, you know, this is been matt's personal hell but my god if imagine hell would be i think watching just berserker superstar <laughs> on loop for the rest of eternity the one thing i noticed in watching these three berserker matches is they've kind of he seems like dumber like in the <laughs> ring right like he like yeah. you know that kamala gimmick of like mm-hmm. you know when they had to like corral him like it's that's like how belly, it seems yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, I don't know. I could see that. Although he's more violent now because this is when he's got the sword and he almost stabbed the Undertaker. Sick. Talk about terrifying. That's what terrified me. Yeah, I, I thought I was like, man, shouldn't he be going to jail? Like, I'm, yeah, right. <laughs> Lunatic. It's attempted murder. Uh, this is like so. As we said, this is Berserker leading to the uh, feud with the Undertaker, and I don't know. He said "huss" a lot more times in this match than the other two combined. Um, Berserker's got a spot at SummerSlam this year, even, I think, right? Like, he lingers forever. It's just pointless. That's him, Tatanka, right? That, yeah. like, never yep. happens? Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was like, or it was a dark match and it never aired? Yeah, it do, I don't think it, it, there's something weird about it. it. You can watch it, but um, I don't think yeah, it I think aired, like, in during the, the pay or something like that. Yeah, I forget. Which is really strange when you think about it, like... Did Tatanka and Martel ever have a blow off, like with their feud? I don't I think I don't... maybe at Survivor Series they get in there into something. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. Which is crazy because this is May. I just couldn't place when it was. Right. So look Man. at the timeline. This is May of '92, and then in Summer Slam, the Summer Slam, we get Michaels versus Martel. Correct. Yes, exactly. This is a weird so, year. This is it. This is also like the first year um, before uh, King of the Rings. So there's not that right. in between pay per view, the transition one from right. Mania to SummerSlam. We've got Sean Mooney in a very much updated event center. He's got like uh, a pitch black room, but he's got a desk now and he's got these fancy walls behind him and like a 32 inch tube tv right behind him that says event t- center and uh do you think go he went with... to vince think he went to vince vince you gotta get me a desk i need a desk <laughs> i'm sean only mooney. only way this is gonna work Can't do is a sean mooney impression and welcome to I, I got nothing <laughs> el matador none other than tito santana um pathetic yeah. promo he it's says he awful. can deal with excitement i can deal with excitement with the Papa Shango's, the Martels, the Berserkers, he goes on. It's yeah, he, this is pretty How bad. Do you say, he, not good. He needs the support now more than ever from the fans. He says, "I don't know what that means." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he but, wasn't long like, for the WWF. No, that's, that's exactly what it means. Well, right. he was in the dark match at WrestleMania <laughs> Nine, right? Yeah, he is. He fights Papa Shango. Oh. Which right. I think we covered somewhat. We did. Yes. We touched I think we've on covered it. two El Matador uh, Papa Shango dark matches, actually. Dun, dun. Yeah. Dun, dun, oh, great dun. music. Nasty Boy is backstage, and Jimmy Hart's like dancing during this promo. He's feeling himself, man. Look at and that face, too. He's mean mugging back there. 
Yeah, they are feuding with high energy. Don't remember uh, this the best Nasty Boys nope. promos, probably because they're not as coked up. Yeah, they're kind of <laughs> dude because they're they're fighting high energy. They're like, uh, we're down. Yeah. we're in the Coco Beware of like division now. That's not good. They were <laughs> champs a year ago. The yeah, the they, uh, they the logo, tiny. the green screen logo is top notch though. Oh no doubt. This is all and just the, an appetizer the for what's coming from, next, though, isn't it? Yeah. And the the dancing from Sags is pretty good too. His like yeah, he gets he, he's head hard, kind of but yeah, he's excited <laughs> <laughs> well, right. who's gonna fight That's the main uh, course right here. Yeah, you're the main course. <laughs> Talk about I'll let someone anybody want to take the lead. We got Crush in it. <laughs> so Andex. full regalia. His full full, day full regalia, regalia is right. Yeah. Walking through right. a friggin' junkyard like I. Yeah. All right, Yo, fine. as a kid get... from an hold on, as a kid from the '90s, that gear is pretty badass. You gotta admit, like he's he's got like like mouth on his knee pads and like <laughs> just look at the neon colors. It's incredible. I never knew Crush was like a real literal term for his name. Like oh, he's yeah. in a junkyard and he's like uh, something along the lines of like, if you wonder what I'm doing when I'm not in the ring, <laughs> he's yeah, showing yeah. him crushing cars like in a trash compactor. Like uh, <laughs> it makes zero sense to me outside of this is another top tier mullet that we're oh, seeing on our screen. Oh, without a doubt. And, it, it, it's wispy it's it's feathered it's glorious but uh man he's having a lot of, a lot of effort <laughs> yeah. a lot of effort into yeah. crush and this is what i'm coming to the wwf to do uh, that was yeah. that relaxing he goes yes yeah. yeah. he does that stuff to relax yeah. crush cars at junkyards it's a lot yeah. different than like the early vignettes was him like crushing cans on the beach or something yeah like that. Oh. i don't so our next match is jay sledge uh, facing off against Repo Man, I don't remember. Did, why did it look like Repo Man just came through the crowd, or was it, the aisle that tight? Or the way it was shot, aisle. It's it's some cut right uh, Syracuse Arena. It's, it's not even like look at that place. It's small. It looks smaller yeah. than the county center where we grew up going. Talk about music that that slaps, man. Repo Man's music, you know, I, excellent. I think the it's original actually. It's super similar to Snooka's when you think about it. It's got the yeah. same little voice sound yep. effect, right? And it has the same beat to it. Like, listen to them back to back. They're like, Johnson definitely mailed in. He's like, let me just uh, do uh, Superflies over again. <laughs> Repo, man. Yeah, yeah. The original glass break, man. Yeah, yeah. It is the original, original glass breaking. <laughs> yeah. He's feuding with Davy Boy, who he hung does him not out seem dry. happy about it. Yeah. They should he do that. And repossess uh, those braids. They should do that yeah. in a modern modern raw or something like that. Do a like do the glass break and then repos man repo. Man. <laughs> You're right. Everybody thinks yes. it's Austin. Like what the yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, since this match is super exhilarating, we're gonna head over and see what's in everybody's cooler. So just a reminder that the extra cooler show and what's in the cooler is brought to you by Sloop Brewing Company. Sloop Brewing is known for their hazy and golden IPAs like Juice Bomb and Super Soft. Uh, two of our favorites. Does anybody have a sloop with them this week? I do. I went out in that same run that I spoke about last week, and I picked up the Broken Skull. I also picked up Sloop's No Pumpkin IPA. So for all of you guys that love your your fall beers, this is a pumpkin IPA with brewed with zero pumpkin or spices, and it's just 100% pure 
pure Gotta IPA pleasure is what it says on it. So That's what I, got I, too. I am never an IPA guy. Uh, whoa. Wow. Let me rewind that. Oh, I am no. never, I am never a snake? pumpkin. Yeah. Oof. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly off my game with all of this terror that's happening in my <laughs> life over the last three weeks. So <laughs> I am never a pumpkin guy in any scenario that, Pumpkin spice beer, spice latte, spice bread, whatever. Ugh, get the pumpkin out of here. I'm not a fan. Let's talk about more of my uh, so, dietary. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, what we're realizing is the hop god is quite the picky eater. Mm. Mm. <laughs> really not, though. I, I know you're not. have all pegged it. I, mayo, sure. Mayo. That shit's gross. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. More disgusting than Skinner. <laughs> I missed it, Jim. No, it's okay. <laughs> It's probably Gator. for the best. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go really quick. I'm drinking uh, because, and I'm going to go quick because there's a Skinner yeah. promo on yeah. TV and, and Jim deserves some Skinner time. I feel like so, you staged, you staged I, it. You stuff. I know. Brick City <laughs> Brewing, uh, Grateful Jams. Uh, it's another IPA and it's 8%. And uh, if you can find it, it's, it's highly recommended. Nice. Jim, what do you got? Also- or, oh, Mike, sorry. What do you got? I also got a no pumpkin. Go, Jim. <laughs> well, I've got a drink that's as black as the tar, or whatever the tobacco juice that Skinner's drinking is right now. Uh, but it's a Genesee uh, Imperial Stout. It's a new one. It's delicious. Nice. I started Anything Genesee is good I, in my book. Yeah, this is a the this. I showed you guys this photo of the beer. It has like the stained glass cover. Uh, oh yeah, can, I could say it's really good. It's eight percent, and but however. To those who don't know, we've recorded the set, the part two and part three back to back, and I've gone now from a candy corn cider to an imperial stout, and it's painful. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna hurt your insides. Yeah. So, go ahead, Jim. Why don't you take us away and talk about Skinner and all of his glory? Jim's gonna feel like the warrior in tonight's episode. <laughs> oh, I've got nothing on Skinner this time. No, I'm just um, no, he's just great here again. I think he's talking about eighty-five percent of the superstars are wearing his brand. He spit on them from A to Z, and he's talking about turning up the heat in Everglades. Watching Skinner, I just really uh, – I think they missed the boat. Like, they, he, this guy could have been a star. <laughs> <laughs> the craziest part is, like, the dipping. Like, this guy should know how to dip, right? Yeah. He, he wrestles alligators. Instead, he's got, like, the tobacco just dripping all down his beard and all over his mouth. It's pretty disgusting. Imagine that – you know how, like, uh, like, the superstars would be on Regis and stuff? Shouldn't they have sent Skinner on Regis or something like that? <laughs> 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 Sorry, Warrior can't make it, so you get Skinner. I do love, I do love the like Campbell's soup can that like the guy yeah. in the store threw on the ground just to dent it to see if he can get a discount, and that's what he's spitting his uh, chew into. You know, I've been. What was? Did, who, was I, did someone just rip ass? What was that? <laughs> <I don't, laughs> Mister Workrate right over there, I think, was uh, messing with his microphone. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I've been threatening to drink out of a Skinner style can on this yeah. show for a while. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. You I've should have it. done it. This was the episode. To do it. <laughs> yeah. Just get some Campbell's soup, rip the label <laughs> off, crush it, and then pour your beer in it next week. Man. The the uh, the the porter would have been perfect too. Yeah. Yes, have it dribble yes. out of your out of your mouth through your beard. Drop, drop the ball. I we, <laughs> we 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 get a Brett promo. He's the intercontinental champion at the time. He I don't know. He does some classic Brett boring shit. He talks about being the ex- excellence of execution about a hundred times. Yeah, drink every time he says it. 
No thanks. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> wow. Is everyone turning on Brett? Wow. Ooh, yeah, well. Join the dark side. <laughs> Next up, we've got Big Boss Man defeating... Is this Mosh or... No, uh, it's Thrasher. Thrasher, Glenn, sorry. Glenn no Ruth. Really? I should know because Glenn Ruth follows me and just about half the uh, the rest of the wrestling community out there on Instagram. Maybe, um, the, maybe they'll post about me today. <laughs> 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 he takes a hell of a big boot, sorry, I'll tell Glenn. you that much. Uh, yeah, Boss Man, sweaty. Shirt's hey, unbuttoned. You guys notice the kid who holds up the Boss Man action figure in the front Love row? Love it. Yes. Right? The boss man Hasbro is certainly underrated. Yeah, yeah my is. son just broke one of mine. Oh, the second no. one's much better because it's like the yes. svelte, svelte it, boss man, like where the yes. old one is, like is that the fat boss man? Yeah, pot belly, and he's pot got glasses on. Yeah, that's like on par with like you know the Macho Man figure with the the cowboy hat on, like. And, yeah. Yes. Exactly. And the second one has the clothesline move, which yes. I think, for my money, is the best of the Hasbro. Yes. Um. Glenn Ruth takes the boss man slam and doesn't even last two minutes. Um, it's over. But but the highlight is uh, during this, Mr. Perfect cuts in and uh, tells McMahon he's got an announcement. Shawn Michaels has left the building. That's the <laughs> that was what I meant to reference as the first time they ever did that. Um, uh, and that uh, kid it was just like, says, "Holy shit!" In yes, the- he does. <laughs> 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 was that the kid in the LOD shoulder pads? Yeah. Because why, though? Because he hears. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Let's cut right in. I have an interruption here. Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man. I'm talking to you. I've done my time. And now I'm coming for you. I'm oh, pretty wow. sure I'm pretty sure that failed pretty miserably. I don't know if it played well on your side, but uh I'm gonna I'm gonna hit play again if you don't mind. <laughs> Do it one more time. <laughs> this I just be, remember this may be more terrifying than the snakes to me he, it's straight up Freddy Krueger voice that's what yes. Freddy Krueger sounds like and I, I actually don't remember this episode no I remember the promos and stuff but I did this was new to me I was like oh with, without a doubt I remember the promos I remember the beat down I remember like the magazine pictures of like the black and blues yeah which is one hell of a like uh, makeup job that they did and on then, Boss Man, and then just waiting for him to show up. Right, he was scary. No doubt. Clearly, Vince was scared of him. Uh, well, all right, our, our, our main event of the night. Yeah, we've got the Ultimate Warrior facing off against Brian Knobs. Surprise! Yes, yeah, surprise. <laughs> they, they had no clue what was going to happen. Um, and they want to know, let's find out if Papa Shango's curse had any effect over the warrior. Uh, it's, I don't know. Warrior does nothing for me, man. I don't know. But this this is a kind of a fun match, honestly. The, the, it, I think the nasty boys pair it well with them. Yes. Like the double yes. thing and all the stuff. Like, 
it actually works. I'm like, oh man, I'm entertained by a, by a warrior match even without the Shango shenanigans. Right. I expected it to be like just more of your classic beatdown, especially like earlier in the night finding out that the Nasty Boys are feuding with high energy. Yeah. And especially because this is on Superstars and you never get uh, No. You know, so, no, so oh, that boy. was the difference between 91 and 92 yes. is that 91 was just jobber city all the entire ma- uh the entire show. And now you're actually getting like jobber city and then one yes. actual match. That and that's was, what I even that's what I always remember. That's what I always remember as a kid in the 92. Like it was always like a quote unquote main event. Main it was event. like right. two guys you knew facing off against each other. Right. So we can't we can't go much further. So uh Nobs takes off one of Warrior's wristbands and conveniently throws it to the side, right? And we get Papa Shango out of nowhere, comes down the aisle, grabs that wristband, uh, and then just carries it to the back, nonchalant. And, yeah, you know, cool. they're, 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 they're filming it but not focusing it. And it's at this moment that we get what a maneuver from the Ultimate Warrior when he fakes out Sags and takes Nobs to Nastyville. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love it's it because – they they like they have no clue that he's getting the pit stop and uh the crowd pops for that though oh without a doubt right and that's kind of the stuff that you don't get when you get these guys facing off against jobbers yeah Uh, exactly you know you get these little spots out of this um (laughs) knobs taken over yeah warrior off the ropes Warrior, shoulder block, standard warrior, off the is, ropes. Is there a worse finisher finishing Oof. segment for a top guy, like a tippity top guy? Like, this is an awful, awful, like, finishing sequence for a wrestler with the shoulder blocks, the running, the ropes, the... the it's Hold just, on. It's awful. I'm going to call you out it's because I believe, I believe we went in on this mm. and you said that it was better than Hogan's. <laughs> Uh, not too re- not too long ago. Big boot leg drop. It's classic. It's it is. Classic. The it sh- really is. I, it, it, you know what it is? Is I think it was just like too much of them trying to c- copy the same formula. Um, you know, like the the setup and then the finisher, the big powerful finisher. Yeah, with like yeah. the secondary move to like set it up. Yeah. And it's- it was it, it was one of those things where like to me, Warrior just came too soon after or or during Hogan. And that's, that's the part of the reason why he failed. In my opinion, that's part of the reason why I never was able to cling on to warrior. This is, I I love this. So from like the chair shot though, from sags, like heart gets involved. You get that sweet chair shot to the back of warrior. And sags runs off. Like this is, this is the second time they're like hiding the foreign object. Yeah. Yeah. But then sags comes like back. And returns. Warriors won the match. Sags comes back. He Warrior gives uh, the the headbutt to the two of these double guys. Double, double noggin. <laughs> double noggin. And then uh, here comes Papa Shango. Here's pretty much the highlight of this this event. And uh, Papa Shango's coming out, and this sets off the beginning of of his terror that he he pulls in on on warrior here yeah he's yeah, got I a skull the, yeah oh, the skull it's... with the smoke i love the, also the trance i love the idea of whoever came up with the idea of making shango look bigger because of his like cape thing like it's yes. a really excellent effect to like right. the whole presentation dude looks massive just yes. extremely broad 
Like, and yes. it's, it's all the like shoulder pads and the jacket that he's got with the fake snake that's coiled up on it. And it's, it's like the rubber snake that's on it is always a little strange, he's but Shango is terrifying. And oh, when right. he goes into he's, the trance and starts yeah, convulsing, convulsing, it's, it's, it's eyes crazy. rolling in the back of his head. Like <laughs> I forgot that's, about it. That's the level of like detail that like that eyes rolling back is what freaked me out for sure i love i love like when you look into the crowd in the corner and there's like some i don't know if it's a man or a woman they're just like standing there just pointing directly <laughs> at papa shango with their man breasts and there he is <laughs> yeah there he is Uh-oh. yeah like no shit like this guy's got appendicitis right now he's <laughs> falling over <laughs> That's so Ultimate Warrior grabs his like side and Vince immediately goes, you better hope it's not appendicitis or something. Like, come on, Vince. Come on, Vince. Like Vince is not concerned whatsoever. He just thinks he's like hurt. Like he's not worried about Papa Shango and what Papa Shango is about to do to the Ultimate Warrior. And Perfect is selling it 100% that oh, this is, he's cursed. He's cursed. Yeah. It's the black magic. Oh, these yeah. guys are, these guys are, uh, Vince and Perfect are Mulder and Scully. One is the skeptic, one's the believer. Yeah, like, <laughs> spooky Hennig wants to believe, like in voodoo and everything. And then, you know, Scully is McMahon. Oh, man. It's a, it's a really great segment. And I remember watching this as a kid. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but. We, we often talk about the, the COVID uh, quarantine time when the four of us did like a Zoom call and we watched something. And then I remember it being like very late at night and me being like, I texted you guys, okay, let's put on this Superstars, not telling you what it was. And we watched this exact Superstars yes, oh, no just for this moment. And it yeah. was probably like 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's a blur. Oh, yeah. A blur is for real. And it's probably the reason why we're here right now on episode cool. 76. Yeah. Hundred percent is this this uh, Shango's the best. Like for for what this is, it it, it is perfect execution of a character it for is. early nineteen yes. nineties. Like this is this is tremendous. What what he does is just he steal Tatanka's amazing. <laughs> you know you know what? And I know Warrior gets dogged on a lot, but I feel like Warrior probably screwed him. Papa Shango over from being like another version of Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it goes to commercial if you're watching and then it comes back and we get warrior backstage. It's like a boiler room or something with like a green light. That's bizarre in the background. He's got these three doctors that are over him and we just have to after school special. (laughs) (laughs) He's on the stretcher. He's, he's, his stomach is in so much pain. We we have to listen to the audio of this clip because it's under thirty seconds and it's perfect. We're back in the Ultimate Warriors dressing room, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, he is suffering severe abdominal pain. The attending physician there to help him out, along with a number of his friends, the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, unfortunately, let's go back out to ringside. This is unfortunate. You ever like play a joke on your kid? Like we all have young kids. Like you go to play a joke on them. Like oh, I'm gonna be sick. Like that's exactly what Ultimate Warrior did. Except they opened up like a 
like a can of like creamy mushroom soup and like had him drink it beforehand because he spits it all over these fake doctors. That poor poor doctor, man. He catches it twice. Uh One is like on the side of his neck, but the next one, it is mouth wide open and he totally catches some pea soup straight to his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Mouth to mouth progresso soup. Oh man, this that twenty second clip is just it's gold. And and Vince, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, Vince Vince like no sells the entire segment. Holy shit. Ladies this and guy's booking it. He's had enough of Warrior. Oh man. Yeah, he, I, do. I think it comes across. He totally has and he's had enough with Warrior. He's done. He's like, get Vince this guy is, out of here. If he dies, he dies. So yeah, exactly. Do you think with Papa Shango, um, even regardless of the warrior, you know, the theory, I like the theory of warrior kind of messing up his career, but like, does Undertaker leave enough like oxygen for any other guy that's like in that? You're right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. In like the, the supernatural. Yeah. Like, so if Undertaker didn't exist, maybe Shango was like the guy because Shango is cool as hell. Like he said. Yeah. Oh, know? without a doubt. Guy's scary, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they could have because it's like a different kind of it, thing. It's certainly different, yeah. But uh, I think the main problem was that he didn't win any feuds. <laughs> yes. No. Uh, he's Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. What's it? So this is like right after WrestleMania eight when he comes down in the main event. Yep. Warrior then makes his return. And uh, so just to we, we got to break down the timeline of this feud because there's other outrageous things that happen. So the next week on Superstars, we've got the, the infamous uh, Mean Gene interviewing Ultimate Warrior and Ultimate Warrior has got that like white chalk line on and out of nowhere he's like he's got his good thing. He's got those bangs because uh, he's got the black ooze dripping down his face. Is that the more iconic part of this? Oh, easily. Thing? I think yeah. so. Definitely. The, the the black ooze was something that stuck with me. This one yes. and the puking, like I remember it, but it, it, it didn't it didn't stick it didn't stick with no. me in horror, like the black ooze of like, oh my god, what's happening to my favorite wrestler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, not at all. Not <laughs> at scared all. Me more actually was him setting the guy's boots on fire. Mm, yeah. yeah, so that's after that. That's the right. That's the third right. week so, of this. So we are on. We're watching the May sixteenth as a uh, nineteen ninety two as the watch along. The following episode is May twenty third. That is the one with the the black ooze. Um, then we get May thirtieth. Shango lights the jobber's feet on fire, so the whole arena <laughs> goes black. And then the only thing you see is these these guys feet on fire as he's laid out in the ring and they these flames are not little they're like a no. foot off of this guy's foot um it scared you mikey the, the yeah, flames I, I was like, oh shit you guys it's on fire man <laughs> the, the, the 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 level of frightened for me is like you you set the bar at freddy krueger and warrior getting stuffed in the coffin that makes you run behind the chair so like yeah. in our basement we had like a three seat couch pull out couch and then we had a chair like just by itself and i would sit in the chair and i would watch wrestling and those were the two things. So Freddie outside of wrestling and then uh, the, the coffin scene that we 
covered two weeks ago, I would hide behind the chair and like <laughs> peek around the corner of like, because uh, remember, I've thought this happened more than once. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we got to get to Virgil. <laughs> we, we skipped completely over the Be- Beverly Brothers uh, with the genius defeating Bobby Knight and Jim Runzel. We could uh, talk about Virgil next, but then the feud kind of dissipates and we get yeah. June 6th, 1992. Is Shango doing the interview in the Okerlund position with Mean Gene and Gene's uh, ooze starts coming out of his suit jacket? Oh, off. I forgot about that one. So. After that, there's some green screen stuff on June 13th, 1992. Then uh, Shango lights a jobber's hand on fire June 20th. <laughs> and then things just kind of disappear. And June, July 11th, 1992 is the first Superstars episode that we don't see Warrior or Shango at all. And then the following episode, it's right into Macho Man and Warrior, which leads into SummerSlam 92. And it just That's stopped. Bogus. Like, it just went away. It's Warrior's so fault, man. Yeah, because you're totally right. And Warrior doesn't even like that championship match at SummerSlam is kind of irrelevant, right? Because it's yeah. like, was it a count out or some BS like that, right? And it's it's all about yep. the flair, perfect thing. And like they could have done something else. And I feel you almost feel bad for Shango because he's doing all Without this doubt. incredible work. And then for what? Nothing. Yeah. And then we get distracted by things like the Razor Ramon vignettes that start happening in June twentieth, nineteen ninety two. Like that's when. All of the attention so is going in different places. Interesting. That's really yeah. interesting. Thanks for that time on. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, man. I'm not trying to dog on Warrior, but I think he's he dug his we own. Can grave, have a whole other conversation. He's yeah, dug his own, and and he's honestly, he's, he, to me, he's one of the more overrated guys. Like I know you as a wrestling fan, probably looking like looking as a kid. Yeah, I get liking him. I totally 100. percent And even now, like there's a lot to still get a kick out of Warrior. But like you look at him, and like the dude did a lot of like unfortunate things to sure. other talent and feuds and storylines. It's insane though. We've covered this entire trilogy of terror with all these insane things that happens to Warrior. He gets stuffed in a casket by the Undertaker. He gets attacked by Cobra Snake because of Jake the Snake. The Papa Shango is like torturing him week after week as Matt just showed us and none of these things, none of them, not a single one leads to a a match in the ring. Yep. No blow off. No blow off ever. So, and I, want, so, I want to see all of them. I want to see every yeah. one of those matches, even yep. if on Warrior goes over and everyone. And to me, there is a common theme. It's who? What's the problem? Like, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. The problem yeah. is the Warrior man. Like, it's it's very unfortunate that he could have had these awesome feuds. And who? Like, if he delivered with them, who knew, man? Because yeah. and he gets fired at summer after SummerSlam '91, which basically erases like even if he was in that triangle of terror match like he probably would have continued the feud with the undertaker and yep. uh, Jake the snake and so that's the reason we don't get those he doesn't come back to wrestlemania 8 which is when the shango stuff starts and then he kind of gets sidelined into the uh like matt said the macho man stuff and then the tag team match the survivor series which he then disappears from and then that's that yeah yeah it's, so it's it's unfortunate for sure so these three chapters were excellent. Uh, man, do we need to give it cans in the cooler, all three of them? Because I'm going to give it the five cans in the cooler. It was highly entertaining. <laughs> I could go for 45-minute superstar episodes all day, every day. Um, excellent yeah. suggestion, Jim. Yeah, thanks. I like, I'll like. i recommend just go back and watch any one of these. Don't Maybe don't watch all three of them, but watch at least one of them. 
and watch all three if you feel like it. But it, they're just so much fun. Like just it's forty five minutes of your day. If you're like looking to put something on as you're falling asleep or whatever, you can fast forward through some of the crummy matches. The commentary it's basically like listening to a podcast with uh, you know, Macho <laughs> yeah. Man, Roddy Piper and Vince for those first two episodes. It's a lot of fun. So like just that alone, it's it's funny, it's fun to watch, and it's horrifying for Matt. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's my exact take, too, is like these Superstars episodes are like the perfect background noise where you can just listen to the commentary, be absolute animals throughout it in 1991, and then transition into Mr. Perfect in 92. And then whenever something interesting is coming in, coming around, you can turn your attention to the screen and watch the chaos that's happening. But for the most part, like it's, it's just awesome, easy listening, easy watching. You can ignore a lot of the jobber matches and just listen to husk, husk, husk (laughs) over and over again while you're cleaning the dishes or whatever you're doing. (laughs) Highly recommend it. Uh, So we hope everybody enjoyed our uh, warrior trilogy of terror. Uh, if you haven't already done it, make sure you go back and check out chapter one and two. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, you made it. Sure. You made it. I made you survived. it. You survived. You survived. You survived. Congratulations. And, we should uh, give you a t-shirt. Ooh. I survived the trilogy yeah. of terror. Oh, please. <laughs> please. It's like and all I got was this. A snake. <laughs> and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, be sure to follow the Pod Foundation on social media at Pod Foundation. And give us a follow. Rate. Give, give Skinner a follow at Skinner. <laughs> at Skinner. Is that a real thing? No. That, that, Maybe that Skinner sounds sounds scary. I don't know at if Skinner's I really touch. If I, uh, really... right now. Oh no, it's Gator porn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Extra Cooler and on Twitter at Extra Cooler Show. Don't forget to to rate review. Subscribe to the Extra Cooler Show. Tell all of your friends and uh, hop in our Discord and uh, let's have some fun. Cheers. Happy Halloween. Uh, I'll see you guys later. later. See ya. Take it easy. We're back in the Open Warriors dressing room, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, he is suffering severe abdominal pain. The attending physician there to help him out along with a number of his friends, the Open Warrior. Oh, unfortunately. This is unfortunate. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so uh, what's in the cooler? Oh, <laughs> just blew my mind. Your rhino sang extra credit. Port, 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 port side heated. Extra credit. Nah, nah, nah. Oh.